You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Very good, the AfterBuzz Studios in Los Angeles, California, presented by Maria Menounos and Bing.com, and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies, this is AfterBuzz TV's Suits After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show, it's AfterBuzz TV's Suits After Show. <laughs> Sing it. <laughs> hey everyone, Bing is for doing and we're here doing another AfterBuzz TV after show for Suits, Season 3, Episode 8, Endgame. I'm Tiana Hobson and tonight I have two very special co-hosts with me who I will let introduce themselves. I am Thaddeus Massey. Hi guys, I'm McKay. Um, we have that, um, Ashita couldn't be with us tonight so Thaddeus was so nice to step in her shoes. Womp womp. We got we didn't get him a wig <laughs> and some lipstick, but but he's he's making do. I mean I'm still game. Okay. <laughs> Maybe next week. Maybe next week. Start with some Transformation. <laughs> the evolution of Thaddeus. Um so tonight's episode we finally got to see Ava's trial wrap up. But of course with the end of that led to the beginning of new issues that we'll get into. But um I overall liked this episode. I thought that it brought a lot to, I'm glad we're done with Ava's trial because I kind of felt like Ava's thing was last dragging. Yeah, it was dragging. Right. You know, every time you thought it was over, they'd find something else to charge her with. So now it's done. Kaput. There was so much going on with that episode, though. I mean, or especially as far as her case is concerned. You're like, there has to be a way out of this. And then you have to, like, you know, give, give that their firm some kind of uh, credit towards doing their litigious duties and going about trying to trying to get Ava out of this. Everybody knows she's innocent of committing the murders. Um, but of course you want to see, you know, her exonerated. You want to see them get her off. But at the same time, it's like there's so much stuff going on around this scenario with the merger, with her being so close and having a close relationship with Edward Darby. Um, there's just... It was just so entangled. It was just a mm-hmm. uh, conundrum of things that were <laughs> happening. You know, it was really almost hard because, and then she participated in the bribe as well. So it was just really hard to like give her like clear yeah. name because she was dipping her nose in some dirt. Every time but they started the, to help her, she'd hurt, hurt herself. Right. Exactly. But I think the, the writers did an incredible job at keeping us uh, viewers guessing because we didn't know what was coming next. We suspected what might happen. But I think with the whole Steven twist, I did not see it coming yeah. at all. And I'm really glad that even though it sucks seeing Steven be the one and Darby, uh, you know, being the one to take the hit for it, at least it's done. You know, Ava's done. She's off the charges. And we move on to the next chapter of what's going to happen. Yes. Darby took a big hit for it. Yeah. Like, I mean, <laughs> they've got this guy not even being able to practice law in the United States. I mean, it's not even the state. It's Which like wasn't disclosed until, <laughs> until after. after. Right. <laughs> Jessica and Harvey always have 
one trick left, no right. matter but, what they're doing. But you know what? It, you know, the women do the trick. He said it himself that they used to be play boyfriend and girlfriend before uh, with her father and the whole oil industry and mm-hmm. stuff. So he feels like maybe he owes it to her father to take the hit for her. I don't know. I don't know what ro- loyalty there is uh, that's going on, but... I, I he think, owes it to her. Yeah, he owes it Because she covered yeah. for them. She, they used to go on trips, like he was saying, and... I guess she would cover for them and she would pretend to be his girlfriend mm-hmm. when she really knew what was going on. So she really participated in the whole cover up of him, you know, being, being able to stay in the father. closet and which is really deep and serious. When you think <laughs> about it, it's like, whoa, that's kind of heavy. Yeah. Well, you know, so nowadays it is. Yes. And it's, I mean, especially back, I mean, back, back then, back then back, it was a big thing. It was, a, it was a really big deal, but even, you know, at the end of the day, it's really not about the relationship. It's more about the value of keeping a secret. And it was something that was valuable to him, and she covered for him. Regardless mm-hmm. of what it was, she covered for him in a respect, in, 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 in respect to something that was really important and precious information that he didn't want to share with the world. But most of all, not have anything to gain from it. Right. That, yeah. That's what's important is because she did it out of... Um, she wasn't selfish about it. She didn't want anything in return. She just did it to help out. And that's why and, she said, I treated and, you like blood. Yeah. Like she was in his face. And it was like, and he, I mean, ultimately he needed to do the right thing, which right. was, he did, you know, send Steven there to fix the problem for her. And then he did st- send Steven again to America to help fix the case, even though he kind of knew what Steven had been up to, even oh. though he never, directly asked Stephen or directly got the information from Stephen, he still knows what he sent him, right. what he ended up doing. So I think it was Darby finally stepping up and be, doing being the man and taking the responsibility of doing the right thing for your family. But do you think he sent him over to help or break the case? He sent. Do you think he sent him over to help the Ava case or he sent him over to put Ava away so the whole thing goes away? Oh, I don't think Darby would have wanted Ava put away. I think he sent Steven over there to try and to help. help because Steven has more information because Steven knows what actually went down. So Steven could help kind of skirt them around finding the truth, but at the same time, find a way to still help Ava. So I guess number one didn't know what number two was doing after all. That right. is what we were talking about last week. <laughs> right. How how could you not know what your number... And that's the third time because um, Jessica Ava. didn't know what... Harvey was doing when he was trying to go behind her back. Ava didn't know what her number two was doing, and then Darby didn't know what Stephen was doing. So what I would like to know is, are they going to play a twist and we're going to see, like, the whole Mike and Harvey, number one and number two, or uh, Lewis and... Um Oh my god, I keep on forgetting your name. Rachel. 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 <laughs> uh, Lewis and Rachel, number one and number two, or even Harvey and... Uh, well, we already saw Harvey and Donna. Yeah. They kind of uh, had their They had before. their number one and number two situation, but I want to see if they're going to take a twist and, you know, start going further down line into the associates and uh, yeah. so forth. Uh, the thing with Mike, though, Mike can never, I mean, he has betrayed Harvey before because of what Jessica asked him to do. But Harvey, or Mike can't really take it any further than that because Harvey holds I mean, he holds his Mike's life. nuts in his right. hands, the you know? Mike's yeah, like he, he has all the control right now because he knows the truth. Mike, if you try to get too big of a head and try and go around Harvey, it's like, why? You, you don't have a real law degree. 
So until you actually figure out a way to do that. To go into that, I'm sorry to cut you off, Mm -hmm. but I was reading some of the comments that we got from last week, and it seems that our viewers are agreeing with you uh, in the fact that it was from 10 years ago when um, Mike got the acceptance letter from 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 Harvard. Harvard. So I do need to apologize for that for (laughs) misguiding our viewers. It's okay. That's what they're there for, to call us out when we're... But I, I could have but. sworn it was in real time that he, it, the the letter was in real time. I think it's something that he just saved and showed her, which means that when she asked him, when was that, a couple episodes ago, or was it last season, when she asked him, what did it feel like when you got your acceptance letter? Like, what was that feeling? And he didn't really want to answer it. He actually does know the feeling mm. of getting accepted to Harvard. So at least she knows he didn't lie about that anymore. What I want to know is... The question, remember when uh, Donna went to go confront Stephen in the room, in his mm-hmm. in his office, right before she told him he had been fired, like, Edward had signed his pink slip like an hour before? <laughs> she walks up like she's on a runaway or something. She's like, oh, your phone's she, cut she off. She's Donna, Donna attitude. Go right. Donna. And she always just walks. I notice, like, every time you see her, she, like, starts, and then she starts walking. Like, <laughs> she's on the runway or something. But, you know, the when she, you know, confronted everything, confronted Stephen with everything that she she wanted to confront him with and then his immediate rebut was you know the fashion industry that you're you know the clothes mm-hmm. that you're 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 partaking in the insurance industry the different manufacturers blah 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 like there's like he basically is inferring that there's a lot of dirt that happens on a corporate level that everybody participates in because they pretty much don't do I guess the research to go into seeing what is this company about and uh, what is the manufacturing practices of this company. People just want to participate in the rewards of Mm -hmm. the products. So, uh, and I guess this is what he was inferring, which was going to happen with this pipeline that we're going to like reap the rewards and benefits and not really think about how it's happened. happened. I think that was a way the writers were trying to like drop a little bit of knowledge to the audience and I, so to speak. So what yeah. do you guys think about that? Which is true, but at the same time, you don't frame your own client. No, I you're, mean, well, I, I know what you're saying. No, I'm talking about in the general perspective. And, I mean, like, it, generally speaking, it happens like, all the time. That. In the corporate world, it it happens every single day. Right. Yeah. But it's not as extreme as this where someone's life is put, you know, on death row and they're going to get you know, a whole life sentencing for it. So it, it, the extremes are completely different, but it does happen every day. I think it happens in that we just don't know about a lot of the stuff that actually is going on. Like big corporations might not have to answer in court, but I think that there are people out there paying money to, you know, get rid of a problem and that innocent lives sometimes do get in the middle of it. I mean, you look at the whole blood diamond situation, you know, even, um, they say even companies that say that, these are non-conflict diamonds. Like, every diamond, no matter what, is a conflict diamond. Right. No matter what they say it is. You know, and we still, per, you know, we still purchase all this stuff. And there are a lot of things in the corporate world that, I mean, he bro- he raised really great points, especially right. with Harvey's clients. Because we've seen some of Harvey's clients, you know, where later on we find out that there's a little bit more to the story right. down the line. But Ava brings up a great point uh, where she says, you know, you don't know how things are done 
you know, back, basically back home because everything is paid under the table. And it's completely different because there's no structure, there's no democracy, there's no government governing Mm -hmm. how it is in the States. And it's true. If you go back, uh, you know, anywhere aside from the United States, it's completely different. People have their own rules and regulations and they don't, and how they operate and they don't really look at the government. The government is just there for decoration purposes, but they don't really listen to the government. It's the, the elite that govern the, 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 their country and how it's done is through, um, under the counter deals and, Mm Bribes and I mean, it's not to that level, but even at their own firm, you know, they had a backhand deal with Cameron before they even presented it to Darby. Right. You know, they're like, hey, Darby, we're going to get you off. You know, we're going to go to him with this deal for five years probation. And, you know, you can't. Well, no, they didn't say that. Just five years probation. And he's going to put plea for obstruction of justice. Right. And then, you know, they find out, oh, actually, when he goes to sign the contract, he's like, wait, I can't practice law here anymore. That's one of those backhand deals that, you know, you're not really forthcoming with the information. It's not to the extreme scale, but it's just showing, you know, there, there's a lot of shadiness within. Well, I mean, it's kind of like you have to like sometimes just fight fire with fire and beat people at their own game. Like if, if Ava was such family to Darby, to, to Darby, or or Ava, yeah. If she was such family to him, then why would he let her go so far? Like you know, it, it, it almost seemed like she was just like a regular client off the street, not like she was somebody personal mm-hmm. to him that meant so much to him. You would think that he would be have, would have been willing to stick his neck out and see what he can actually do himself way before it got to the yeah. point that it this did. whole episode, I was thinking, why aren't you getting on the stand? You right. might have, you don't have the proof, right. but you can at least say, say I something. sent him there right. and told him do whatever it takes. Right. Cause you know, you don't need him to come back and say, yes, I did whatever it took, but at least it proves that Ava didn't know he was going down there to do any negotiation. So it brings up reasonable doubt. Right. I think last episode I was actually, um, I was thinking that Darby didn't even care if Ava lost the case. Right, it seemed mm-hmm. like that for a bit. It was it was more of a deal with him and Harvey than it was with him and Ava trying to win the case. Yeah, everyone let their personal gain and their personal feelings kind of trump what Ava was feeling because when they were in court and they called up Stephen at the end of it, Ava was like, you guys took a gamble with my life without telling me about it. Right. Everyone's putting their own personal feelings towards someone ahead of what's best for Ava, and she's just left out there kind of... You know, she's a sheep out there. Which, which to get is slaughtered. great that even though it's unfortunate that her case was the one that was tried and she was a, the one in the middle of the whole thing, but it really did bring everyone together and it did bring everyone's self interest out in the open of what they really want. Harvey, at the end of the day, really wanted to have his name up on the door. Mm-hmm. Uh, did he get that, by the way? Yes. yes. He did get that. He did get that. Jessica wanted to she wasn't happy with the merger because she didn't listen to what Harvey said. So I think everyone's self interest at the end of the day came out due to Ava's trial. Mm-hmm. And once again, it's unfortunate that it was at her stake, but that's what it took. Yeah. And I I do have to throw this in there because I'm such a huge Game of Thrones fan. But I loved when she was like your blood war 
is like something that you know I'm being thrown in the middle of, and I was like, "Yes, Game of Thrones, Blood Wars, <laughs> families dying and allegiances." Oh, so, so that was my Game of Thrones reference within this oh, wow. episode. That's so funny. Um, but speaking of everyone getting the best interest, you know, we did kind of see every. I mean, we got to see Jessica bury the hatchet with Harvey, so they're back on the same page, and then you have. Mike sitting there too, so it was like their little family. Donna, Donna, back. Yeah, you know, it's like everyone's back on the same yeah. side. It seems like she might trust Harvey more too. Yeah, like. Well, she did say that. She said, "You know, I appreciate the fact that you told me the truth, and Darby didn't tell the truth to Ava, even though they were family, but we're a family." Right. So, mm-hmm. I've I've never heard her say that, but this is the first time that I've heard uh, Jessica admit or confirm that she treats Harvey as family. Right. Yeah. She comes in with a bottle of McAllen. <laughs> drinking a little brown. That means something. Yeah. In case of emergencies. Emergencies, which right. Harvey gave to her, correct? Yes. I'd just like to make a little side note. I think it's funny. On all shows that are you, you're dealing with people that are like blue bloods or like and you're <laughs> dealing with the elite, they're always drinking. They're like almost <laughs> every scene. It's like if something good happens, it's like, oh, sit down, let's have a drink. They come in the office, they got to discuss something, <laughs> um, pour you a drink, they pour each other's guy. Sometimes they do it without even like realizing without it. even saying anything. It's not even part of the part of like the, <laughs> the dialogue. They just do it. Like they could be discussing it's it could they could be sitting with their enemy. You know, they, yeah. pour, they pour them a drink. And, <laughs> and it's the middle a, of the day, it's too. It's the middle of the day. And they're at work, in the, at the office. Is that how What's lawyers work? That? Because No, it's not just attorneys. Okay. It's like on every they, show. They work on a 24-hour like, clock. When you're dealing with people that, it's just people that are rich. <laughs> like, it seems like every show where people just have, are just loaded, they're always drinking some brown. And brown is expensive stuff, too. Harvey, Mike, we want to drunk, come work drunk, for you drunk. guys. Yeah. Okay, I will drink any time of the day. You know, just let me know what case we're working on. <laughs> She's not an alcoholic, I swear. I'll drink any time of the day. <laughs> OMG. OMG. Speaking of OMG, <laughs> I know you guys have heard us talk about it before. Make sure you go online and download Serial Buddies. It's a hilarious film brought to you by Maria Menunos and Kevin Undergaro. It's Dexter meets Dumb and Dumber. It's funny. It's got an all-star cast. We're talking Artie Lang. Christopher Lloyd, Christopher McDonald. Kathy Gifford. Yeah, Kathy Lee Gifford, yeah. Beth Bears. You know, the list goes on and on. Henry Winkler. Um, it's a hilarious film, so make sure you download it. Um, help us help you. You download it, you help us here at AfterBuzz. Keep the lights on. We bring you all this free content week after week, and we put our blood, sweat, and tears into it to bring you the best content. So please help us out in that way. And since you're already online, and that's Serial Buddies with the yeah. S S E R I A L, not C E R E A L. It's cereal, not, cereal, not like cereal. the killer, not, not the, the killer, food, like the food. <laughs> and since you're already online, make sure you go on iTunes and download our podcast there. Give us five stars. Leave us a comment. You can leave us comments on YouTube as well. We read all of them, as Emma pointed out today. We read all your comments, and we try to respond to as many as five possible. Stars. See? Can you can you guys see? We read all your comments. Yeah, we read your comments. Guy? We got a guy. <laughs> you know. He might have been forced into it, but no one's talking about that <laughs> right I'm now. I'm enjoying myself. <laughs> I don't think he's uh, as uh, into sex as <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's just I, you know, I, I just want to see 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 people have sex with who I want them to have sex with. 
I'm not, this, this, actually going let's, back to the show. Let's go into it. Harvey and Donna, I'm not really approving of this connection. Why I'm not? Just, I don't know. I'm just like, yeah, she was with Steven. I'm just like, I'm definitely like, no, after she hooked up with Steven. You, you like Brit- British like, Harvey or you like the Harvey Harvey? He Harvey. Harvey, but he doesn't want Harvey to hit it because Rebound. she, yeah, she like, hit it with Steven. Yeah, but no. even though Harvey, Harvey had, had it first. first doesn't matter. So he's, Why not? he's at home singing Ray J's song. I hit it. I hit it. I hit it first. Like no, he doesn't care. He doesn't care about. It. Doesn't matter. That's why I'm glad he put her in her car and he walked. That see all the guys that watch the show, they have to be happy. To that clapping. was surprising to me because see, he all was, the girls were like, "Yo, go home." Harvey him. was ready to go celebrate. <laughs> he sends Mike off to go, you know, see if Rachel will put out, and then he sees Donna waiting by his car, and he doesn't. But I think he needs to diffuse a few. Yeah, I mean, he's probably still a little upset with her. Of course he is. He's so jealous. She still has a little bit of Steven stink on her. He has to let that, I mean, he didn't have to, he didn't have to go home and, like, sleep with her, but they could have gone and got a drink. They could have. He had a drink with Jessica, like, on some, let the bosses (laughs) have some whiskey or or scotch or whatever, get together. So do you think at one point or another, Harvey and Donna will hook up? I think that the show will, make that happen to my chagrin. But I don't know, because now Jessica might not want to hook up with anyone else at the at work because I she has Rachel that rule. Hook up with, I think Rachel should hook up with Harvey. No! No, she's with Mike. No, she, he's not man enough for her. She's too much woman for him. Oh. Yeah. See, this guy perspective. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think we like you yeah. on the show anymore. Yeah. <laughs> it was fun while it lasted. Rachel's <laughs> <But. laughs> no. more, more of a Harvey kind of girl. No, she's yeah. actually not so self-confident. I'm just saying. But I think and, and yo, when he was on the elevator, when Harvey got on the elevator, he did crack that joke. And he gave that wink, Remember too. He, and he gave that wink. <laughs> And he, Mike was like, "Wait a minute!" <laughs> he did crack that joke. I'm telling you. I wonder if I wonder if Harvey guys, ever hit on Rachel before Mike got to the office. I don't think so because she's been a paralegal there forever. Exactly. But she's she's being. I don't know. I don't think so. Well, well maybe because Donna and her are friends. Yeah. But I, 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 I mean, Harvey could have been flirty with her. But Harvey has before. so many options and so many different girls that come, you know, come and go. And she, he was in a relationship with someone who, who was an attorney at the the office, and mm-hmm. she ended up leaving. So he's he's had a few relationships uh, throughout the whole. Which is why I don't see why it's okay for him to go around. And you said because he's a guy, but because he went around and he's been having all these relationships, but Donna has one relationship with the guy and now she's tainted and he can't and be with her. And Donna's been approving and I mean, setting him up with the girls. Well, that's what you need. You need a girl who that is a wrangler. <laughs> bring him in. Go ahead, Donna. Bring him in. <laughs> that's oh, a she, good secretary she, right she, there. She can vouch. <laughs> She can vouch. No. She can. She's like, yo, he's got the goods. I feel like this one's going to go into three summers. Right OMG. But the thing about, no, but the thing about Donna is, and, and this is, I have to blame the writers for this because I really think they set her up to like, she just looks, every time she pops up and she has any kind of pivotal scene like these last couple episodes, it's, She's either like the 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 weakling when she's around, you know. She's around Harvey and Jessica. Like, oh my god, I didn't know this happened. I'm so sorry. But see, that's blah, blah, blah. so out and of then, Donna's character. And then when she goes to Stephen, 
she's like just getting back at him like yeah this is and she's not even doing anything Harvey <laughs> Harvey never doing all the work she did get she's a lot like, of pleasure in telling him that he was fired right. and then showing it with the FBI it's like come on you just got her looking like she looks so weak it's like she shows you know, up at the bar for him to get arrested you didn't do anything to do that that's like the guy on the basketball team when you're playing pickup basketball it's like yeah we beat you guys this guy didn't score one basket didn't get any, didn't get any steals didn't get any rebounds but yeah he's claiming the victory talking the most mess that's what that's like it's like no. oh my god shut up you I didn't do that. anything you're just PO'd because this guy he hit it he, you know, he didn't hit it first Harvey did but the thing is <laughs> the, the thing is she's upset and and I think the thing that pisses her off even more is the fact that it's like he's killing her with kindness Steven is like I'm really sorry, Donna, that I hurt you. Because That's the one thing that a woman really <laughs> hates to hear from a guy that she really can't stand is the fact it's that true. he's admitting to her, like, face up to it. Like, you you had feelings for me, we both know, and I'm sorry I hurt you. He's not doing anything extra to prove that he's a jerk for him, for her to really hate him. But all of That's that personal. went... personal. Like, it's not... There's nothing personal. All of that went out the door she when... She was a bitter, like she's bitter and raged. I don't think she's bitter. I don't think she's bitter. No, no I, all of that went out it, the that's door. That's how it comes off, though. No, 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 no. All of that went out the door as soon as Harvey put Steven on the stand because that's what Donna wanted. And a lot of the things that Harvey does, it's because Donna puts it in his head and Donna directs him to do it. Mm-hmm. You know, Donna is his, his is. backbone. Even though Harvey is the head and he turns back but she she's like the the body and the spine that controls how he turns and what he does because a lot of the information that he gets is through Donna. Donna's yeah. the and Donna and is the head. Donna <laughs> is Donna is you know she's on speaker she listens to every single one of his conversations she, so she knows every single thing that goes on. And I will agree with Thaddeus to a certain extent. In certain extent. in the in the past few episodes Ever since she found out about Steven, she has been off her game, except when it comes to Steven. And tonight... I think she's been off her game ever since well, he ever came. Well, ever since he came. But t- in, especially in tonight's episode, I didn't like how she kept having to be the one to bring him the news. Like, right. oh, yeah, well, this is what I'm doing. And he's just saying, like, look, I, I didn't mean to fall for you, basically. Right. You know, this was something new. I came here for a goal, and, like, you weren't a part of it. I didn't mean it for this to happen, which I understand why she's still upset because, you know, she betrayed him and, like, stole her copies and all that stuff. But I didn't like how she kept having to be the one there. It's like, okay, at a certain point, you've made your point to him. You've said you're pissed off, you hate him. Stop showing up and throwing it in his face. And that, to me, was the thing that was making her seem, like, more weak. And all Mm -hmm. he could say was, Again, Donna, I'm sorry I hurt you. Yeah. It just made him see like seem like even that much more of a playboy or something than he really was. But the thing is that you guys are taking it the wrong way. This is supposed to be a representation of Harvey. Harvey, uh Steven is the British version of Harvey. So I think what Donna's doing is actually taking all of her ha- anger out on Harvey, not Steven. Oh, I see what you're saying. Okay. So, so get so into all of this emotional buildup that she has inside of her because of Harvey, because of all the things that she has with Steven that she could have had with Harvey, which she didn't because of their stupid rule. Mm-hmm. You know, they hooked up one time and she has a rule of not hooking up with anyone she works with in the office. So how did that and happen then the first Harvey, time? Um, because they weren't working together anymore. They oh, had, okay. like, one day where they both were, Resigned. like, unemployed. And then he moved on to uh, the law firm and took Donna with her, with him. With him, okay, yes. got you. So, 
they made this rule that they can never hook up again. So here comes the exact version of Harvey, someone that she's wanted to be with so long, and he just work happens to work in, you know, England. he's England, and he's the British version of Harvey, so why not? He's going to be here for a short amount of time, and let me show him a good time, and he's going to go back, and I'm not going to have any ties mm-hmm. with him. Well, she did but, <laughs> but when she takes her anger out... I don't think it's meant towards Steven. It's meant towards Harvey. Well, it, you know what it seems to me is that's another thing. The whole the whole merger situation, like Steven treated this situation like it was business as usual. And Harvey, Jessica, everybody on that side seemed so emotional and everything was so personal. Mm-hmm. You know, when you're when things get personal, you're already losing. When you know, when it's business, when you keep it business and you're detached and you have to take care of what you got to take care of, you tend to come out on top because you it, it's it's implied that you you can think with a clear head, you can make more strategic maneuvers and what you have to do, and everything that they did on the Harvey Jessica side was just completely personally because personally motivated, and it just seemed really like it seemed really weak and vulnerable as opposed to. Stephen, it was just like a business as usual. It was like another day at work. Because business, uh, because Stephen doesn't know what goes on, you know, in the in Which the states. Jessica mixed in her personal with business when she tried to get Darby to step in and take. Um, what's his name? Stephen. Uh, no, uh, the old partner. Oh, Dar. Um, oh, <laughs> crap! I forget right I, now. I forget what his name Hartman. is. Hartman. When she used Darby to take Hartman out, that was personal. Every everything every personal translated into business because then he became a partner, and then but they for merged Jessica, the Jessica. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. They make personal. Yeah, not saying that people don't make personal choices, but just in how they displayed it, mm-hmm. it looked like they're making a lot of business choices based on personal, emotional. They're like emotionally, yeah. which is real motivated. life. I just wish no, that. Not, mm, I mean, yes, it is real to life. A certain point. It is. It is real life, and it's not real life. I mean, real life, real life people do make emotional choices, but it's, it's known that that can affect you adversely mm-hmm. more often than not when you're making personal emotional choices that are affecting your business. Let's see. I wish, I just wish that Donna had taken her anger or her personal issues mm-hmm. and actually used it like she usually does to help with a solution for the case as opposed to just being like, stick it to him, Harvey. And I want to be the one to deliver the news. Usually right. Donna's the one in there like, well, have you tried such and right. such? It you know, she didn't come in like, hey, I have an idea for how to take him down, which right. would have been a better way to show her anger. Being like, I'm the one who came up with the idea to take you down as opposed to the being the girl who keeps showing up like, I'm delivering more bad news to you. Right. But and, that, and that's, that's a- how it came off to me. Like, I would have appreciated it more if she was like a part of the solution mm-hmm. as opposed to being so like, I want to see him on the stand. Yeah. I want to see him rot. Like, mm-hmm. and I love Donna. Donna is my girl. I love Donna. Yeah, this was just the, the this was just the thing, this episode that kind of bugged me because she's such a strong, independent woman that, you know, usually she doesn't use, need a man. And this is a point where we see her vulnerable with right. like, you know, her emotions clouding her judgment. I just wish that she had found a way to somehow, you know, suppress it enough to still be Donna while still showing her emotions. But Steven is an equal representation of Harvey. And Donna cannot treat Steven with who is an equal representation of Harvey Harvey the same way. It's not gonna happen. 
But she would, I mean, when she was fired, she came in for the trial with our, you know, with the whole case with um, Harvey and was able to still, you Which know. she didn't go through with. Oh, I guess that's true. I hope Donna, I hope Harvey does not hook up with Donna. <laughs> Back to that. That's the finale. That, the yeah. Finale is the, <laughs> the finale is the ultimate, there's a new lady that comes in, in the play and she realizes it's never going to happen. That's tomorrow. That's my, well, that's, that's not that, a new girl. That, she's my, she's been my, in a while. That's my that's my fantasy finale. For oh, okay. Well, before we get <laughs> more into your fantasies, hopefully, uh, next week, <laughs> hopefully, hopefully next week he meets a girl while he's walking on the way home after he left the car. I don't think Harvey nah. is going to be with anyone for a while. Yeah, I think Harvey's Harvey's a little broken right now because he was really into Donna until. She came out with her stupid rule mm. that she can't be with anyone she works with. And it's like, really, Donna? Really? <laughs> Are you kidding me? It's Harvey. Have you seen Harvey? Have you seen him? Yes. Thank you very much. <laughs> I rest my case. I'm done. No more questions. Uh, it's, we're going to we're gonna drop it. Thaddeus does not agree with <laughs> us mean, today. Wait, wait, you're saying that he's like, really? You hooked up with Steven, really? Is that what you're saying that Harvey's saying? No, that Donna, Donna. had that rule so that she couldn't just oh, gotcha. continue when, not- what they started right, 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 in the right, first place. Right. But... And I mean, she wanted to keep him in control and keep a tight leash on him and know what he does without him knowing what she really knows and them hooking up would have mm-hmm. destroyed the whole thing because, you know, the whole pillow talk and everything that happens at night would have just <laughs> come <been>. out. <laughs> um, and speaking of misplacing your anger, Lewis, who's back in charge oh of the God. associates. <laughs> Is on one of his tyrants right off the bat, you know, just screaming at them about what they've done wrong after they just voted him back in. Rachel, who is, who is Lewis's voice of reason. He, right. she's the only person who can talk to Lewis. Right. However, she wants to make him see clearly that he's being very just mad. Right. So he's still mad about losing Mikado and he's actually mad at Harold. For coming back and kind of Testimo- testifying, yeah, testifying like in, the, in the mock trial, in the mock trial, right? <laughs> Which is really funny. Yeah, so he goes to see Harold to try and you know. Well, before he goes there, he says these a holes uh, need to know who's in charge. <laughs> Which and just on a side note, I think one of the associates, <laughs> if you guys can call in four two four two five six seventeen twenty nine and either put in your two cents or correct us or or you know, comment on YouTube or or iTunes or whatever. But I think one of those associates was a vampire in the Twilight series. Oh, the tall brunette guy. I'll have to go back and look at that. He was one of the uh, Volteri. Oh, I think hmm. yeah, he looked like he was one of those guys. I think that was one of the best. Okay, think, yeah. we'll have to go back and check. That. I could be wrong. I heard you I'm say that, sure. but for some reason, I thought, I thought you were talking about Lewis, Lewis and I was like, oh, that, that's no, what I thought Lewis. too. No, I'm I, like, about, I don't think I yeah. saw him in Twilight. The associates, yeah, one of the associates. Okay, yeah. we'll have to, and I thought it last episode too. I saw him last episode, and then I saw him, and I was like, oh yeah, this is the guy. Yeah, yeah. All right, so Lewis is on one of his tyrants, and he, you know, is trying to basically scare Harold the same way he used to do it with Harold when he was a associate for right. him. You know, basically scare him into what he wants. Right. And Harold actually has a backbone now where he's trying not to slip into his old habits. You know, he negotiates that deal and they're like, okay, you know, 
I'll let you have number nine. It's a stupid paragraph. Anyway. I didn't really understand what this lawsuit was about. It really went over it my was head. Some, I, I didn't, what what was, it was the suit about? I didn't even hear the name of it, but it was one of Lewis's clients that they were suing for something silly, like a mistake in the paperwork or something. Okay. Uh, I, I thought it was reopening the case, but re- I could be wrong. Reopening which case? A, a, an existing claim that they had. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Was it something that, uh, not Lewis, what's the kid's name, Harold? Harold. Had messed up on before? The Norwegian carrot top? <laughs> that was really funny. Like, Lewis really knows no, how to chop somebody down. No, I think he just went to work for the company who's representing the... I think after Lewis side. came in, kind of, you know, screamed at him about volunteering to um, do that. And, you know, after everything Harold, or Lewis put Harold through, mm-hmm. making him babysit the cat when he's allergic and could have died. And then the cat right. died and right. all that stuff. I think he was just looking for a way to kind of get back, get back at him. And he might have, for a second, bitten off more than he could chew because Lewis, Lewis is a great negotiator. That is, I mean, he has his, what, Lewis tactics that will never he be. Was really never losing be that case. He was. And Rachel showed him, like, you're losing this. You're, you're, mm-hmm. you're losing this. And I think he couldn't just stand losing to. He, he, can't, he can't lose to an associate, somebody he fired, and somebody with the likes of Harold on top of fired. it. But who he fired is outmaneuvered him and outlawed him. And, and now he has to be like, I'm going to have to go after your job. Yeah, and, and like, someone who he, really? he thinks is a failure. He's like, he's the associate that, like, I couldn't teach and he's my biggest failure and I like this kid I want to see this kid come back I hope he comes back in the playoffs and fight for the championship <laughs> yeah I want to see this kid do his thing because I, I really feel like he's going to be a formidable adversary like he has issues with Mike as you can mm-hmm. see when uh, they met up on the street so he has like some he has some motivation has against his guys yeah he has a and lot of motivation Lewis, to see this kid do something even though Lewis broke him Rachel does a a great job at building, you know, his character and helping Lewis see what he's really doing because Harold is in a way resembling what Lewis used to be. Mm-hmm. So he's climbing up the ladder and Lewis is constantly trying to pull him down and not letting him reach his capacity of what he really can be. And Rachel is the one that points that out to him and makes him uh, see that. You need to let him grow. Mm-hmm. He's he's actually growing he's and moving getting up. moving up the ladder, and you're just pulling him down, and that's not where you want to be, and that's not where you want to see him be. So, well, I think that I think she was basically inferring, like, think of his the core of his training came from you, exactly. So if he's being if he's succeeding, it's it comes back on you. It comes from you. So let him flourish maybe he got all he can get here and it was just he just couldn't grow here mm-hmm. just he just got the fundaments and it was he needed to go do it somewhere else yeah which is what he's doing so the fact that how he uh you know pulled one over on him in the in the contract is proof in the pudding that he's probably going to turn out to be a damn good attorney this yeah. kid so i think he's going to be somebody that they going to have to deal with yeah. in the future <laughs> and i love this whole storyline between lewis and harold i think that uh yeah, we're going to see yeah. a lot of Harold. I hope they bring a lot more of Harold back yeah. because I've missed him throughout this season mm-hmm. ever since he got fired. And you know, a kid has a backbone if his mom is looking right <laughs> over his shoulder on the desk. It's like... But his mom. he was a representation of the associates. We haven't seen any of the associates mm-hmm. in in the picture since Harold has been, has been left or has been terminated from the firm. Yeah. So it's good to see him back and it's good to see him... 
excelling and moving up, you know, in the, in the corporate world and being more than what he was when he was uh, yeah. working under Lewis. Yeah, so it'll be interesting to see where they take Harold. Um, let's uh, get into our news and gossip. After Buzz TV News. I have some fun news. Um, so a couple weeks ago, Patrick J. Adams on Twitter, who plays Mike, um, was posting all these pictures of a cardboard cutout of Michael Phelps just all throughout the set, you know, popping out between the library and between books and stuff. And it was a really fun gag that was going on. Well, now Michael Phelps is currently shooting a little guest spot on Suits that will be airing in the back end of the season in, like, January. So he's up there right now um, doing it. This is according to Access Hollywood. That should be cool. Um, He's a big fan of the series, and he's going to be playing himself for the mid-season premiere that will air in 2014. Also in this episode, we will they're assuming that Abigail Spencer, who plays Scotty, who we saw in the previews for next week, that she will also be in this episode, too. So maybe Scotty will be around for a while. Um, in other news, Gabriel Mock tweeted out the other day. Um, he just said fans had to withdraw from Batman running due to scheduling of suits. Respect to at Ben Affleck. He's going to kill it. Hashtag well-deserved role. So I didn't even know that he was... He's in Batman? No, he was apparently... Um, Warner Brothers wanted him to audition for the role. Oh, I see. Um, but he had to back out because of the filming schedule for Suits. And I guess a lot of people were tweeting him like, oh, you should have been Batman. You should have been Batman. And so he was just letting fans know that that's what happened. So at least we know that, you know, he could have had a shot if he could have auditioned. Yeah, he's a good actor. I mean, I've been watching him since he was like, uh, first time I noticed him was in Good Shepherd with Matt Damon. Mm -hmm. Uh, Angelina Jolie. He played uh, the brother. Uh, Matt Damon's brother-in-law, Angelina, Angelina Jolie's brother, and he did a really good job in that film. Yeah. That's the first time I noticed him, and he's been doing his thing ever since. Exactly. So that's all I have for news and gossip, so let's talk about our predictions. And now, your After Buzz TV predictions. Hmm. Based on next week's episode previews, clearly Darby's not going to leave without a little bit of a fight right. for something because Jessica did tell him, you know, we're getting a divorce but I want the house. We were asking, does that mean she wants New York and London's offices or just the New York she office? 49% or, now yeah. Darby I mean, there's what, 25? Maybe, or well, she if he wants can't just, gone completely. Yeah, but if he can't just practice in the States, he can go back home. Yeah. Well, they have a forty-nine and fifty-one percentage deal of the whole company, so including the states and London. Yeah, but so if he can't have the states, he has twenty-five percent of the company, which is only London. Lit up how they came here. Leave with what you came with. Maybe Jessica should leave with some more of the money since they needed money. Um, Well, she she had more on her end. Remember when company-wise, but she didn't have the. Money. The money to... Well, remember when she won the case, she had more on her balance sheet than he did? Oh. Well, she might be able to get more out of the situation if they had a morality clause in the contract yeah. that kind of kicks him out mm-hmm. or he doesn't get that much of anything. Yeah. She gets Since punitive he, damages. Right. But so. regardless, <laughs> regardless, she's or he's going to fight back. I think maybe Scotty... Is Scotty representing him? Is that why Scotty's back? Because if we see Scotty and Harvey kind of clashing again, maybe that'll right. rekindle some of their feelings. And I think Harvey's going to meet somebody on the street while he's walking home <laughs> after he dropped Don off in the car. 
All right. Where can everyone find you guys on social media? Uh, you can find me on Instagram and, and Twitter at Club Thaddeus, C-L-U-B-T-H-A-D-D-E-U-S. <laughs> you guys find me on Twitter and Instagram at Real Emma K. And you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at the Tiana Hobson. Thank you for hanging out with us, everybody, and we will see you next week. From Bing.com, executive producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz, you later. The views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. Hello, hello. 